This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orbit. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. I'm Dan Malecki, joined by Rob Orbit to look at a terrific card of nine events at Melton and it's highlighted by the Ben Studd Standard Reds Queen of the Pacific Group 1 level. Quite possibly, Rob, as I say hello, the best mares race that I've seen. Yes, uh, it is, Danny. Uh, a very good uh, hello or good evening uh, to everyone and welcome to our preview show and really looking forward to the program on Saturday night. And as you mentioned, uh, the Ben Stud Queen of Pacific, uh, what a race uh, it is. Uh, and I've no doubt, Danny, this is the best mares race uh, we have seen in this race. Uh, I've been fortunate to have a few runners over the years in this race and the depth in this this year's Queen of Pacific is just phenomenal. I mean, the Emma Stewart trained runners, uh, we heard, of course, throughout the week, uh, Ben Studd, I spoke to both uh, Peter and Craig Judd, uh, who, of course, are the sponsors of this race. Unfortunately, uh, they had to make the sad decision in retiring Tough Tilly. They just felt that uh, the end had come for her. She was such a, an amazing mare and they won't have her mare, their mare running in this race that they sponsor on Saturday night. But it's, uh, it's a great race. Ladies in red, uh, we've got a Moray Vita in Cypher, Treachery. Just to mention a few of these mares, uh, what a race it's going to be. I, I can't wait. Yeah, indeed. Well, let's uh, kick it off with the uh, the opening event of nine. Thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club, our wonderful sponsors and supporters with RSN to provide the Saturday Night Harness Preview. It's the Alabar Vic Bread Championship Final at 6.21. The emergency Jackson Beats is already a scratching. What do you like here? Good race. Uh, look, I'm sticking with our Vincent Can Go, Danny. Uh, he's drawn barrier three. I thought his run last week, we were all pretty upbeat about his chances. Uh, he didn't let us down. He he worked forwards, had to sit outside the leader. He still controlled the race. It was a 154.4 mile rate, 55.3 last half. And I feel from barrier three, he's got the advantage here to be pressing forward. And I think he can control the tempo no matter which way you look at it. I think if he uh, if they don't hand up the front, obviously Malabar Jack and Illawong Awesome both have drawn inside. Our Vincent can go. I still believe that Chris Alford can uh, judge the tempo from the breeze and uh, if he can't find the top, and I think he'll be very hard to beat. I'm going to stick with him. I think he's a promising horse. He's got plenty of bottom to him. 11 Blood Moon, terrific mare. Look, she went... Quicker from a mile rate perspective last week, 154.5. She was able to lead throughout 56.9 last half. She's probably a better mare from behind. I, I feel like in front she's still not at her best. I think uh, coming from behind will suit her, but she's going to have to be exposed a fair way from home. And, look, she looks the danger. They, they should be fighting out the finish. They were both the heat winners. And I thought the two AJ and Bo Tyndale trained runners, one Malibu Jack with Greg Sugars from the pole position and two Illawong Awesome with Jordan Leadham. Both are going to get very good runs up on the speed. So, look, three on top. I'm going to give our Vincent can go the nod ahead of Blood Moon and then one and two. I uh, put the three on top, three, one, 11 and two in the uh, first event. Rob, race number two is the Cog Services four-year-old and five-year-old championship at Group 3 level. So one of the key races is very early on in the program. It's a, it's a small field, but it's a ripper field. It really is. I mean, this is another uh, mini uh, Victoria Cup, isn't it? Uh, we've got the Victoria Cup winner 
act now. We've got the runner-up uh, Catch a Wave, Better Eclipse, who of course went around in the race, uh, you know, close up behind him. Uh, this is a phenomenal race. Uh, what do we make of Catch a Wave? I mean, he's becoming a bit of a punter's nightmare. He's been beaten a few times at uh, the short odds uh, in races where you think he's going to win and then he comes back into these type of races and then he puts in some phenomenal performances. Uh, look, I'm going to stick with him. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about him, but look, I'll, I'll stick with him, catch a wave. I mean, look, I think he, he's got to get across to the lead early and it'll be just interesting to see how Kate plays this, whether she just rolls the dice and not hand up to act now. Uh, and, and go for it. I, I just feel like I've got to stick with him, catch a wave, knowing he's got the gate speed to lead. I think he has to lead because I don't think he can afford giving up the lead to a horse like Act Now in a small field where I just see no pressure being applied mid-race. So for that reason, I think he has to try to go all the way. I'll stick with him here, catch a wave. Ahead of five Act Now, uh, he's just outstanding. Terrific win in the Victoria Cup. He's got his prize money up to 887000 now. Catch a wave, $1.2 So they've got $2 million between them in the bank. And they should be fighting out the finish. Six better eclipse. He's got uh, the, the awkward draw from Barry Six in his small field, but we know he's a quality horse. And I feel like Major Moth, uh, he's still got plenty of upside. I, I liked his run in the Geelong Pacing Cup. It was over 2,500. I think he's better suited over this 2,200. And he's got the draw here, the sit right in behind him. And I, I can't dismiss this horse in this race. I wouldn't be shocked if he won it, to be honest. So four, five, six, and one for race two. Oh, look, I'm tipping Catch a Wave too. I, I can add something which might give you a bit more confidence with Catch a Wave, and that is. His record when he's on the quick backup within seven days is exemplary, Rob. Even that coming off the back of what looked like uh, disappointing performances, he's always much better seven days later. And in this instance, if he did cross, it wouldn't surprise me to see him want to take a trail on the back of Act Now. Uh, and that would suit him ideally. So that's my thought uh, of why I like Catch Away. Four, five, Act Now, obviously very hard to beat. Six better Eclipse, one major mile, four, five, six and one. Race number three is the Allied Express uh, trot. Uh, RC Phoenix to run the favourite here, number nine. Yeah, it looks a really nice race for RC Phoenix. He, he's a four-year-old and... He's uh, really is starting to notch up a really good record. He's uh, won eight from 23, been placed on eight other occasions. He was terrific when second behind Queen Elida uh, in the Bill Collins sprint. And uh, he doesn't have to deal with that Queen Elida here. And I feel like he's clearly the horse to beat for mine. He'll be very hard to beat. Uh, look, I've tipped uh, seven Loxley Lover for second. Uh, Look, I've got a lot of time for this horse and he looks like he's slowly but surely getting back to um, what we know he's capable of doing and I feel like uh, he'll be running on strongly. Obviously, the stable mate of RC Phoenix, Aroha Koei, uh, is going extremely well. He's drawn inside the second row, but he'll probably manoeuvre off that position and I'm expecting him to go well. And uh, look, uh, I'm putting in uh, a horse at Probably at, at the longer odds here uh, in Ebony's Avenger, who's drawn the pole position. I think this horse is going so well. It, it's ready to win. It 
probably not up to these, but I just feel like he uh, deserves to get a mention because uh, he's going really well or she's going really well. And I know she's up in grade here, but I just feel like if she can hold her position from barrier one, she's got a little first four hope. So nine, I think, is a special from seven, eight and one. Yeah, I like RC Phoenix, nine, seven, four, and two are my tips in the third. The better vet, no Metro win trot is the fourth event on the card. Barry draws even this race up a bit. Yeah, it's an interesting race. Uh, look, I've, I've come up with Queen of Quebec here. Chris Fanasio's got uh, two runners engaged here in Queen of Quebec and Aldebaran Demi. And uh, I feel like both horses are, are racing really well. Aldebaran Demi's absolutely airborne. I mean, she's stepping up here from, you know, a 52 to 60 rated uh, race to uh, a much more... Uh, season race at, uh, at, at this uh, level, metropolitan level. Uh, Queen of Quebec, who uh, I feel like has, has been at, at this level before and a really effective mare when she behaves herself and in particular when she comes out of the gate and goes forward. And I can see her, I can see Older Baron Demi finding the lead and I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, she handed up to Queen of Quebec here. And I feel like they can fight to finish out, but uh, I'm going with Queen of Quebec. I thought her run behind Sebastian's boy was really good at Maryborough and uh, I like her here, number five, Queen of Quebec. Head of four, Aldebaran Demi, who I believe is uh, racing uh, in career best form and she continues to step up. And I think the most important thing, she's running really good times as well and uh, she, she'll run super. Uh, Latrell, who uh, we saw winning at Melton last start, bit of a step up, but certainly looks to be a promising horse with a really good future. And then, obviously, the two horses off the back row, Grumpy and uh, Iron Love, both very good horses that can run uh, very well, make their presence felt. But really keen on Queen of Quebec. I, I think if she trots away and behaves herself here, I, I think she's the horse to beat. Five is my top pick as well, Queen of Quebec. Four, Elder Baron Demi. Eight, Iron Love. And seven, Latrell. Five, four, eight, and seven. First leg of the quaddy, and it's the feature for the night. It's the Group 1 Ben Stud Standard Breads, Queen of the Pacific. Um... Uh, ladies in red, Amore Vita and Cypher. Um, they're obviously the number, the top three seeds, and I think Treachery's uh, next on the list. And then you add the visitors from Interstate on Prezi Bell and uh, and Brave You Kelly. And uh, Rikiro Rebel's the one, Rob. You can start giving her a chance now with her recent form, and it must be a, a pleasure uh, to have a horse engaged in a feel of this quality. So well done to you to have a last start winner in Monomia in such a wonderful rendition of the uh, the Queen of the Pacific. Yeah, look, uh, well, she's uh, fronting up for a third year in a row, actually. So uh, she hasn't been able to win the last two, and I don't think she's got any hope of winning on Saturday night. But we're still proud of her, uh, proud of the horse to be there. Uh, as I said, it's her third running in the race. So uh, we, we hope she can sneak up on the pegs and keep up, because that's what we're hoping for. But uh, what a race this is going to be. Uh, look, uh, well, ladies in red, what she's sitting on, 918000 here at the moment. Uh, prize money wise uh, if she happens to win it she'll just fall short of that uh, magical million uh look it's a it's still a big ass no matter how you look at it i mean it's a third run back from um, a, a long spell and she's taking on some uh, very seasoned uh, mares that have been competing at uh, a super high level uh, when you talk about horses like in cypher who uh, comes out of the victoria cup and eureka at the past two Amore Vita went around in the Victoria Cup. And, and ladies in red, 
you know, in 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 fairness, hasn't been seasoned for this uh, next step against these mares. But what we do know, she's a superstar, and I can't tip against her. I, I just have to sit back and enjoy the race and see how it unfolds. But she's going to have to be super, super special to be winning this. There's no question about it. I, I've tipped her on top, but she's going to have to find another level again here. Uh, six in Cypher, five and more AV to the two horses that you spoke about, Danny. Um, very hard to really split these two mares. Uh, you know, I feel probably Amore Vita. I, I think, in, oh, look, I've tipped uh, Amore Vita for second. I, I feel like she might be able to just uh, get herself in a spot where she gets the last last shot at him. In Cypher, might bullock her way forward here and... Um, I think these two mares are going to be right in the finish, uh, right down to the wire. And uh, Treachery, as we know, has also been seasoned with a similar run in the Kilmore Cup going back three runs ago. You know, her fifth in the Make Mine Cullen and a second in the Angelique Club last week was was good and she should be running on late. What a race, outstanding race. Uh, really looking forward to just sitting back and enjoying it. Uh, Ten on top from five, six and nine. Yeah, it is. It's a fantastic race. I feel torn here. Two of my uh, love childs in the one race in uh, in Ladies in Red and Amore Vita. And, you know, I can't really split them. Uh, I'm, I'm just uh, Ladies in Red from Amore Vita, but Amore Vita might be the one at the attractive price, Rob, in Cypher. Um, it would go around it. You'd think very backable odds considering she won a Tabureka and um, and for fourth I've thrown in Treachery um, she deserves to get good mention as well what a wonderful race it's going to be 10, 5, 6, 9, you might even get black and white figures about ladies in red such as the depth of the race you're listening to the Saturday Night Harness Preview thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club. Uh, Rob, uh, what a night it's going to be weather-wise to go out and see the, the best mares in Australia. I don't know if there's one that's not there uh, for that race. So to, to get involved with the Victoria Harness Racing Club, sign up for a membership, take uh, um, use up uh, some of the uh, uh, opportunities that you have when you're uh, in your membership and enjoy a wonderful night of harness racing. Oh, it's going to be outstanding, uh, and we know the club lounge, uh, which is open there for the uh, owners and also uh, members of the Victorian Harness Racing Club. It's a beautiful spot, great uh, vantage point, and uh, again, uh, as we get uh, closer to the end of the year and a new season, uh, a membership will certainly uh, provide you with those facilities. And as you mentioned, Danny, uh, the Victorian Harness Racing Club also have a very attractable corporate sponsorship and we're seeing um, you know new sponsors coming on board of the club where they enjoy quite a number of uh, facilities and activities throughout the year and, and getting together at uh, with with a similar mindset of people that love the harness racing and if you want to support the club and have a look at the corporate sponsorships give johnny dunn a call as we know we all uh, know john from his, from the work he's been involved in harness racing over a long period of time you've got great people like emmy mazzetti and, and shane glowry and these are the uh, the hardcore harness racing people and uh, they love their sport and uh, yeah look we we encourage everyone to to stick by them and and, and continue to grow the club Rob, uh, we're up to race number six on the card now, and that is the Big Screen Company 2 Metro win uh, pace. A, a smaller field. Um, yeah, there's a few chances that you can come up with here, though. Yeah, look, at, I, I sat, sat down and had a good look at this race, and 
Originally, uh, I, I swayed totally away from uh, when I first looked at the race with, with my selections. Uh, and look, I've come up with B Little here, Danny, number three. Uh, what a what a win last start. Uh, sat back in the field and Ever Justice, who uh, has been driving B Little, seems to have really uh, uh, connected with this horse. And this horse just absolutely savaged the line last start. They went 55-9 last half. Uh, he, he was three back to pegs um, and, and he just stormed home over the top of him. And this small field uh, really suits B Little for mine. I think he'll just get smothered off the off the tempo. There's enough horses here that might want to bullock their way forward and, and put some genuine tempo in the race. And I think if B Little gets a, uh, the last split at him uh, and a, a crack at him in this small field, I think he'll be really hard to hold out. I like him. Marie Campbell's doing a great job, as we know. Uh, with with Paul and the team, and uh, I thought B Little can win this race ahead of Six Lip Reader, who's uh, he's a pretty seasoned horse. He's been up at Mildura in recent runs. Uh, he'll run well. Seven Charlie's Angel. He's Charlie's Angel again. Last start narrowly beaten, and eight Cemetery Bay, who finished off really well. It's a good little race, but I like three each way here from six, seven, and eight. Okay, um, I've uh, put the four on top, Major Fire, from uh, seven, he's Charlie's Angel, six, Lip Reader, and uh, five, uh, Magic Mike, four, seven, uh, six and five are my thoughts there in race number six. The seventh event on the program, uh, it's the tab, download the app, Pace, uh, and again, there's a number of horses you can make cases for. Yeah, tricky race. Uh, trying to identify how this race uh, might be run and, and how it, it pans out. Look, I've settled for four ideal escape for the Julie Douglas team and Jack Law. Uh, look, there were excuses uh, two runs ago where uh, he had a, an arterial fibri fibri fibrillation. And I think uh, you and I have spoken about this, the record of horses that have had that fib uh, coming back mm. the next start seems to be really strong. Extraordinary. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yep. extraordinary. And, and and this horse had no luck. I, I must admit, he, he was just climbing over their backs at Melton last week. And, you know, with uh, with, with Mighty Flying Art drawn the pole position, who's got natural gate speed, I, I don't think he'd want to be trying to hold up here from the 2200. And uh, the stable mate looks the ideal horse to be able to press forward and, and maybe find the top. And, and I thought he might take some running down, number four, ideal escape. I've selected him on top. Ahead of nine, Terry, who uh, couldn't really get into that race last week. It was a 55-5 last half. He was three wide without cover, maybe with a, a, a better draw here in the smaller field uh, with only nine in it. He can sort of work his way around to, to get into it. Eight highway to heaven, liked his run first up. He, he certainly hit the line well. He was held up. He'll only be improved by that run. I mentioned about his good trial prior to it. So he's only going to keep improving. So he's on the up and we need to keep following him. And five where Segi also, who will be improved by its first up run. It's a good race. Four on top from nine, eight and five. Yeah, I uh, I thought that uh, Terry would be hard to beat from Ideal Escape, where Seki Mirakuru, so 9, 4, 5 and 3, but a number of really strong chances there. Race 8, the sulky.app future of a form pace. Uh, this is a, a little race, there's only seven in it, but again, you can make cases for a number of horses. It's a tricky race. It, it all comes down to Aussie Battler and La Captain here. I mean, Aussie Battler... Gets back to 1,700. We know he's got blistering gate speed. We know La Captain also has that blistering gate speed. And, you know, if the two of them decide to uh, 
have a little crack at each other, uh, then all of a sudden uh, the, the race opens up to a few horses that just sits off the speed and, and potentially can get over the top of them. I mean, if it's a case that uh, Lark Captain finds the front easily uh, with no challenge, well, then he becomes the horse to beat. So it, it's a, a tricky race. Um, I've gone five outlaw man uh, on top, predominantly mainly because of the, the form line of the strength of the fields he's been racing against. He went around in the Geelong Cup last start. And, uh, you know, his form before that had been pretty solid at uh, at this level. So I'll stick with five outlaw man, not with a huge, great deal of confidence, but I think he'll run well, as will two Let's Rock, Let's Roll, who incidentally has a fantastic record over the short course. And, you know, you, you would imagine he should be the horse that sits just off the, the speed. Ryan Sanderson drives. He's won... 10 races from 36 over the sprint course and eight placed uh, on other occasions. So 50% of his record over this short has been really strong. He's, he's got a really good hope. Uh, four Lark Captain, look, if he finds a lead with no challenge, I think he's the horse to beat. Three's the other one, pull the other leg, absolutely flying. So five, two, four and three. And I'm uh, exactly the same, Rob, would you believe? Five, four, two and three in the penultimate event. The last event is the Centre State printing three-year-old pace. Um, two key chances, I thought. Um, Curio Gentleman, who you've seen a bit of lately, he's developed into a really nice horse. And Earl of Pembroke seems to be going places at the moment too. Yeah. Now, Tony Logan contacted me once and he said, you need to call it Curio Gentleman uh, because uh, it goes back to something of some sort. So I've kept calling it Curio Gentleman uh, based on uh, on Tony Logan's advice. So uh, I've called him winning at, uh, at his, all of his races, I think, or close to three or four of those races. And he's a really nice horse, Dan. Uh, this is a, a real step up for him. But I think uh, you'll be impressed with the way he presents and the way he looks. And uh, Rod Carberry's doing a great job with him. And you know, I'm not sure, you know, does he measure up to a horse like Earl of Pembroke or who, who ran terrific last week against uh, Doug's Platter, who's a high-quality uh, three-year-old. So not quite sure, but I do like what I see about him and he's done nothing wrong to for me not to be tipping him. So I'm going to select him. Six on top ahead of five, uh, Earl, of Pe- Earl of Pembroke, who I think is going really well, very promising horse. Two guest artists I think will be much better suited, just not used up early and come with one run and uh, one uh, juice coop from the pole. But uh, six and five and two and then one. Yeah, I'm six, five, four and uh, one in the last event. Curio is a town uh, in the Mallee, uh, little town. Um, but I tell you what, this horse might put it on the map because he, he, he is a pretty nice horse, Rob. Um, that's uh, the look at the nine event card, group one night at uh, Melton. So now it's time for your best bets. Yeah, it's a, um, it, it's a, it's a really good program, isn't it, with, um, with, with a number of chances. I, I like... Race three, number nine, obviously RC Phoenix. He'll probably be short price favourite, but look, he's clearly uh, the horse to beat. Uh, looking for some some horses. Look, I think Vincent can go in the first. Uh, I, I think as much as Blood Moon's a very good mare, I think Vincent can go will still be very hard to beat. So I'm going to go race one, number three, Vincent can go. I feel uh, some some value for the night, certainly for mine, uh, comes in uh, race four, number five, Queen of Quebec. And race six, number three, B Little. So they're my two uh, value bets for tonight. Race four, number five, and race six, number three. And uh, I think we'll be close to the mark with most of them. 
Okay, a bit harder nowadays. The prices seem to be coming out so late um, to, to steer you into the right direction or something at a bit of a value. Um, but I'm seeing them similar to you. I think my best bet's race one, number three, our Vincent can go. Into the last event, Curio Gentleman, race nine, number six. And I thought each way, Major Fire, race six, horse uh, number four. And that is uh, Major Fire. I uh, hope you've been able to uh, find a winner. Enjoy uh, getting involved with a wonderful night of uh, harness racing at Melton with the Group 1 Ben Stud Standard Reds, Queen of the Pacific, the feature event, Rob. It's race five at 8.40. Yeah, happy harnessing, everyone. Really looking forward to uh, the program and the Queen of Pacific. Uh, what a special race. It's going to be a fantastic race to uh, to watch and cheer and uh, these wonderful mares. And as you said, I know you're torn between your two loves, Danny. So uh, good luck to both of them. And happy harnessing, everyone.